0: Hello, everybody! My name is E-Train, and welcome to E-Train Talks. My guest today is Sarah Lynn Schirger, the author of Operation Frog Effect, as well as several other books. She's a mother, a wife, a mental health provider, and an award-winning writer. Her other titles include Mitzvah Pizza and Are You Still There? Sarah, why don't you give the listeners a brief summary of your amazing book, Operation Frog Effect, which we'll be discussing today.
1: Operation Frog Effect is a middle grade novel um, written in eight points of view. One of the points of view, it's illustrated through a graphic novel format. I get into the heads of eight different diverse fifth graders. There's one out-of-the-box teacher, a class pet frog named Kermit, a big mistake, which I can't tell you because it would be a spoiler, and um, the frog effect, which is a word that I just made up. But it basically means that everything we do can make a positive or a negative difference in the lives of other people. It's about kids standing up to make a difference for what they believe in. This out-of-the-box teacher does all kinds of unique things in this classroom. In her classroom, she does an egg drop where she takes, you know, a raw egg and the kids get to package the egg in such a way that it doesn't break when they drop it off the side of the building. She does a social experiment called the Whistler experiment, where she treats students differently based on their ability to whistle or not whistle for an entire day, which is really confusing for them, and they have to figure that out. She assigns them to do some social issues research projects, and the kids take a deep dive into their projects, which leads to some complications, and you have to read the book to find out what those are. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, so my first question for you is, Sarah, why did you decide to write Operation Frog Effect through the character's journal entries versus through the eyes of a single individual?
1: That's a great question. I really like writing through multiple points of view because of the ability to create conflict and drama through the different perspectives of different characters. Um, as my, my regular job, my day job is I'm a school-based mental health provider, and I see that a lot, peop- a lot of the things that people struggle with day-to-day are because they're seeing situations through their own perspective and forgetting to think about the perspective of others. So by getting into the heads of all the different characters and writing from their points of view, I'm able to create misunderstandings and um, conflict and drama, and I think that makes for a richer book experience. So I really like writing in multiple points of view.
0: multiple points of view stories are one of my favorite types of books so that's one of the reasons why i really liked operation frog effect now my next question is which character do you relate
1: to the most in the novel i'm happy to answer that question i just want to ask you do you have a guess
0: PJ Arway book, so I feel like it might be Aviva, the Jewish character, but I'm not 100% sure.
1: Okay, great, great guess. And I'm sorry for putting you on the spot, but I just wanted to ask you. Yes, I definitely feel connected with Aviva and also with Emily, the two kind of girls that are struggling with their friendship. So part of the character of Emily um, was inspired a little bit by some of my experiences as a young student. Um, although all the characters are fictional, but there's a little bit of inspiration there from, from real life, and I definitely feel connected to that as well.
0: Okay, well, cool. now for my next question. Did you ever have a teacher who connected with their students as much as Miss Graham? I did,
1: I absolutely did. And when you asked me an earlier question, I think I misspoke and I said he instead of she, because the teacher that inspired me was a male teacher. His name was Mr. Newbling. I had him in the fourth grade and he was one of those teachers that made everybody feel like what they had to say mattered. He really listened to everybody. He made them feel like we could make a difference and make changes in the world. And so he was definitely a big inspiration for me for Operation Frog Effect. And when I began writing it, at first I wrote the book with a male teacher. And over time, I decided to modify it and make it a female teacher because there are actually a number of books out there with male inspirational teachers. And there are so many female inspirational teachers, too. Many of whom I've met, so I decided to make the, the teacher a female teacher. But he definitely inspired me for this book, and many of the things that happened in the story happened in our class. Um, he did do the whistler experiment, except that he didn't do it whist- with whistling, he did it with another trait, and it was eye color.
0: Wow, he really sounds like a great teacher, and it sounded like a great classroom experience. So my next question, it's kind of an opinion, but I feel like the classroom frog is a metaphor for the experiences that the students face throughout the novel. Did that go
1: through your mind while writing the story? I love this question, and I feel I can't take full credit for the frog because when I submitted the story to the editor, I actually did not have a class cut in the story and she suggested to me, what would you think about adding a class pet? And we considered so many different types of pets, but we can, we decided upon a class pet frog because of the idea of ripples in the water. And if you see the cover, it's got a sweet little frog and around him is all these ripples of water, which is definitely a metaphor for the fact that everything we do in this world can make positive or negative difference. Great
0: question. Wow. So I had no idea that there was just no class pet. If you didn't have a pet frog, would the story not be called Operation Frog Effect?
1: You are absolutely right. It would be called something different. In fact, I think the title I submitted it with was um, Because Everyone. There's a repeating phrase towards the end of the book that says, because everyone can make a difference or something like that. So that was, I think, the original title, but we decided we needed something a little more spunky, a little more personality. Well, I certainly love Operation Frog
0: Effect. It's a beautiful title. And next, did you keep a journal like the characters in the Operation, in Operation Frog Effect as a kid? I didn't
1: keep a journal, but I did enjoy writing. When I think back to those years, fourth grade, fifth grade, early middle school, I definitely did a, quite a bit of creative writing for fun. And I see writing as kind of a coping skill. It's a creative outlet for me, so I really enjoy it. And I think it serves a purpose very similar to what a journal does where you just kind of getting your thoughts onto paper. And as a as an adult, as when I provide counseling in schools, I encourage kids to keep journals because I think journals are very very helpful. But my outlet was more creative writing. Than
0: I was a child. Well, I too love creative writing, and I I did have a journal. I I used to write um, like like you. I wrote a lot of creative writing, and I wrote some pretty far out stories on my computer and in a journal. So, um. We're going to kind of shift gears here away from Operation Frog Effect to like just being an author. Was there a particular moment in your life when you knew you wanted to become a writer?
1: I think I always had a dream or a fantasy of becoming a writer, even as a kid, because I just loved reading so much and I loved writing as well. But I think I, in retrospect, when I look back at my life, I think I really gravitated towards writing stories at times in my life when I had um challenges so like periods of times that were transitions the beginning of middle school um complicated friend relationships when when times were harder for me those are the times that I felt like I wanted to do the most writing and as I saw that pattern I thought wow that's that's really a good outlet for me um and then I sort of put that away and I went to college and I studied to be a counselor and I became a mom and I did all those things but when I started reading books to my children that's when I decided I really wanted to try again and this time very seriously to you know
0: well, you certainly succeeded because now you've written several books and two books that are now PJ Library or PJ Our Way books. Um, Can you give us an idea of what stories, if you are working on any stories, at, that you're working on at the moment?
1: I'm always working on something because I really enjoy having a project, but I don't have anything I can talk about yet. So, um, sort of in the publishing world, I can't say anything until it's been announced. So, I have projects, but nothing I can specify
0: about. Well, I'll certainly be looking forward to the announcement of that particular project or many projects if you're working on many. Um, Finally, if you could be any character in any
1: book, who would you be?
0: Okay, this
1: is a great, great question and I had to think about this one quite a bit because there's so many characters that I find inspirational in books and Many of them come from challenging situations, so I had to weigh the characters' positive traits, which are very admirable, with also their complicated situations they were in. Because I think it might be fun to be a character, but not always fun to be in their complicated situation. So I came up with a couple names. I definitely have a lot of respect for Mia Tang from Front Desk, oh, she I is a really admirable. Do you love that book? Yeah, it's great. And I also think it might be fun to be here more than Harry Potter because she's just so smart and cool and she knows all the magic tricks and like all the. All the wizarding
0: friends. Those are two characters that I loved in the books and Harry Potter's a movie. So I loved her in the movie as well. I loved Emma Watson as Hermione. Yes, me too. So that has been my guest. My guest today has been Sarah Sheerger, author of Operation Frog Effect, a middle grade read, which I highly recommend. You can find Operation Frog Effect on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. If you're interested in learning more about Operation Frog Effect, Listen to my book review podcast on this meaningful, realistic fiction story. Thanks again for joining us today, Sarah. Thanks for having me. And to all of you listening, I hope you found today's podcast interesting and insightful. That's all, folks. I'll see you in the next one.